punch in here, man. So uh, this is our final part of our, our 31, 31 days, 31 nights, whatever. Um, horror movies for October. So sad to see it leave. But don't worry, I'll be I'll be back in a month, Brian, to give you 31 Christmas movies. Mm, what, 31 <laughs> Christmas horror movies? Well, I, I've already snuck in the mean one. She's going to watch the mean one with me. Oh. I've convinced her of that. Um <laughs> And I've also convinced her to watch uh, Silent Night with, uh, uh, what's his name, Joe uh, oh. Robocop. <laughs> I can never think of the guy's name. Um, I, I like the actor Joel, a lot. Joel, Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman, yes. So she, she rolled her eyes, but she said, okay, we can count that as one. So I've got two in so far. We'll see where we go from there. Um all right, Brian. We're on number we're on number twenty four, if I recall correctly. Yep, twenty four, so. and I'll get it started. I remember I told you this was going to start the the downslope of my thirty one. Oh, well, that's been going on your last two movies, man. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we go from there? Uh, well, down because um, I Uh-oh. checked out this movie called Fog City. Now, it's neither from the director of Kill Her Goats or the production company that did Kill Her Goats. And essentially, it's like Kill Her Goats. It's a group of hot people (laughs) that a a chemical plant or factory has some kind of meltdown and releases toxic gas. So they barricade themselves in a cabin. And it plays off of the... It's not. Okay. <laughs> it, it tries to play off of the whole, is the gas poisonous? Is it going to kill us? Is it going to make us go crazy? And then, of course, you got uh-huh. a part of the, the group that that's just kind of going off the rails. And it's, <laughs> it's boring. My wife no. walked in when I was finishing it, and she was just kind of right. like, what's this? And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I, I explained the movie to her in like 30 seconds. That's all she needed to know. It's just people arguing for majority of the movie oh, no. on what they should do and who's in charge. And of course, then you've got a group of people that, that are outside in the fog and they won't let them all the way into the house, even though they're perfectly fine. Right. Nothing's wrong with them. And I, I, I was bored. Okay, so this 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 sounds like it, it's ripped off another movie so much. I've got to ask: Was there a religious freak lady named, let's say, Mrs. Markety or something like that? No, I was waiting for her to show up. It, okay, it wasn't that bad, huh? No, it was just like they tried to put hot people in a okay. situation where they're just going to argue about what what's going to happen and who's going to be in charge. And it was just, I wanted Yikes. something to happen. And then when stuff started happening, I was like, this is a little, I like the ridiculousness of, of movies, but okay. when it got to, when it got to stuff happening, I was just like, come the fuck on. Okay. But I, I, I did hear from folks that have seen kill her goats. It does have some certain pairs of redeeming qualities. Does this one, Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why I'm trying to figure ah, out if it's from okay. the director or the company that made that movie. Well, then it's not all bad. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I give it a two out of ten. <laughs> oh, that's brutal, dude. Because <laughs> when we get introduced to the two main girls, like for yeah. some reason, I don't know if it's the job they work at because they're they're at a bar, which you're never. Uh huh. It's never explained if they just work there or if they're at the bar, but they're dressed in like schoolgirl outfits. Um. Okay. Very very small skimpy schoolgirl outfits. <laughs> do the do the schoolgirl outfits ever fall off at any point? Oh, they come off. There's there's sexy time in this movie. Well, I and, and two on ten. Wow, <laughs> that's two on ten. But man, the, they call the sexy, they call the you sexy, brutal. They call you brutal, Brian, for a reason. Yeah, the sexy time couldn't save me from huh? being bored out of my mind. I just like yikes. Just got to the point where it's just stop arguing. Either mm-hmm. one side or the other side. Do something about whatever whatever you're arguing about. Fog City. Fog City does not get a good recommendation from me. Man, all right. Well, let, maybe I can bring it up a, a, a little bit at least. Um, so I had to catch up with you and Philip, <clears throat> And, of course... Um, I, because of my vacation, I missed out on getting to see The Nun 2 in the theater. Um, so I made up for that. I did I did check out The Nun 2. This 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 is not good. <laughs> you you guys uh you guys nailed it. I mean there's there's not a whole lot I can say that you guys didn't. It's the Rather same boring. movie. It's the same movie, just <laughs> with a couple of new characters that don't add anything to it or add it. Yeah, a few different characters, and then there's like one that that spoiler alert <laughs> becomes evil, but he, it's because he's possessed or whatever. But yet the entire first half of the movie, there's no clues from this guy that he's going to be evil or that he came in contact with a possession or or did I miss that? Somehow? That was the that was the first movie. That's what me and me and Philip talked about. That maybe okay. we both totally forgot that and said that we both probably should have rewatched the first one. You think so? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this was bad, man. Yeah. Uh, just, and then uh, I, I didn't, bo- I didn't, not horrible, just boring. I didn't understand the addition of storm Reed's character. The, the uh, nun that, that didn't have a faith, didn't believe in miracles, which you knew by the end of the movie. Cigarettes. Yeah, which you knew by the end of the movie something was going to mm-hmm. happen and she was going to be like, I believe, I see now. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you start off watching her, she's out, you know, like in her nun, nun habit and sneaking a cigarette behind the back of the convent or something, right? Yeah. Um, she's a good little actress, man. I yeah, like her I, in everything I, I, I see her in. Yeah, I like her. It's just I, um, I didn't understand the character. It was just like she was just... true. I, I always pronounce her name wrong. Taisa Formiga. Yeah, and she wasn't horrible either. Yeah, it was know? just her Storm Reed following her around, and they're going from place to place, like like they're on Weird, like right? some kind of mystery search or scavenger hunt. I, I I will give it to one scene. Okay, I thought there was a really cool visual effect, and you know you know the one I'm talking about with the magazine pages flipping. Yep. But I thought that was a really great visual effect. But other than that, there just wasn't much in here for me. Just yeah. um, milk toast. Uh, maybe not quite bottom ten material. Um, I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a three 
but um, a couple of decent jump scares, I guess, with a nun, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm very disappointed on their handling of the character of, uh, what's mm-hmm. the Balak. Well, there's so much potential, right? Yeah, I felt like a, a, a second nun movie, it was time to just kind of let her loose. Well, maybe of just playing the background for most of the movie. Maybe bring in, uh, <laughs> maybe bring in Robbie Coltrane and Eric Idle and call it the Nun Three Nuns on the Run Part Two or something. Oh, gosh. Bring the comedy angle. I don't well, know. I, I won't be surprised if we get another one because the movie made a <laughs> uh, shitload of money. I heard it did. Yes, I heard it did. And um, I don't know so- if you caught the end credit scene. I I believe so. Uh, ref- refresh my memory because I forgot a lot of this movie except for the uh, magazine effect. It, it was very small little credits. It was the Warrens getting a phone call. So Yes, I did catch that. I did catch that. Uh, I don't know yeah, if this did... is leading to another Conjuring movie or... Probably. Why the, not? Milk it for all it's worth. The so-called Conjuring TV series that they... They said they were doing, but have ah. said nothing about. I don't know. It's because of the strike or something, but yeah. Well, we'll see. I think it it could have potential, but then again, this had potential too and fell short. So, uh, you ready to move on? <laughs> yep. Number twenty five for me was a screener I was sent, I believe, by Uncorked Entertainment. Oh, okay. They have some good uh, stuff sometimes. Three Blind Mice. <laughs> three What a title. Okay. It's essentially people go to a cabin. Okay, you, you've seen the, the 2015 the Evil Dead where the girl has to go to the cabin for like a intervention. Of course. Yeah, of course. It's kind that, of, that's, a, that, that's a great movie. It's kind of that scenario. But okay. in the woods are these like humanoid mouse-like creatures that are attacking. so it really it really is mice. Yeah, and mice you find man. out you find out why they look like that, and then okay, it, it, they they there was decent makeup effects on on them. It's mm-hmm. some of the acting's not the greatest, but it sure was a hell of a lot more funner to watch than Fog City. Well. I guess it's it's a step up. We're on the upswing again. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And I, I will say the main actress. I, I don't know her name. I, there's nobody mm-hmm. in this movie I recognized. And the the main actress might have been just overdoing it mm-hmm. emotionally throughout the movie. Ah, oh, uh, a little overacting, maybe, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, a lot of a lot of screaming. <laughs> I still might might check it out. Yeah, I mean it's it's decent for what it is. You know, they definitely it's definitely a low budget movie, but I thought the the makeup effects were good and some of the kills were 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 decent. It's just that she was a little too bit screamy for me throughout the movie. So was there were they like human sized mice or mouse sized mouse people? Can't say. Oh no, that would be it's telling. A, okay, all right. Well, I, I will check this out. I will check this out. What? What's your score? 
Uh, four and a half, maybe, maybe five, okay. based on the makeup effects. Not bad. Not it bad. It kind of reminded me like if the the creatures from the descent kind of look more like mouse ish ish. Sure. If you get what I'm sure. saying? I do. Yeah, I yeah. do. Little whiskers and paws and all that. Trying to yeah. find cheese, crawling through holes in walls. Yeah, they weren't looking for cheese, but okay. <laughs> they weren't happy about these people in the forest. I'll tell you that. You kind of got me intrigued, man. All right, I'm adding that to my must-watch list. Yeah, I, I meant to watch another one that I got sent to screener for called uh, "Mary Had a Little" yep. or "Mary Had a Little Lamb." I okay. think it's. Uh, I don't know if it's a lamb creature or not. But. I think it's along the lines of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, or something, isn't it? Where it's kind of a. It's public domain now, all of a sudden, or something. Uh, I hope so, because I I don't. They're they're bad movies, but I I have fun with them because they're just fucking. I stupid. do too. Yeah. All right. Well, look, my num my number twenty five. I I can't give a score, and I and I cheated on this one, but I didn't know I was cheating, but I didn't have time to to pick another movie, so I went ahead and watched it, but uh, didn't realize until the very day after I watched this that it's on our next. Uh, next week or the week after. I think it is next week's group of movies, isn't it? Candyland? Uh, yep. This actually this coming okay. week. I, I just heard so many good things about it. I had to watch it. It's, uh, it's gritty. It's dirty. It's nasty. Um, it's got some great acting. And one, one, one character, you'll recognize this actor quite a bit. But you won't know. I, I guarantee you, unless you read the credits... And you see who's who. You won't you won't know this is this person until you start realizing it about fifteen minutes in, because he plays such a different character. But um, I'll give my score and review later. But yeah, Candyland. Lots of people talking about this one now, man. This one's getting a lot of buzz. Yeah, I've I've also seen it. Uh, I've seen it a few months ago, but I again will hold my thoughts for our review for our next episode. I'll I'll put it to you this way. I'm I'm going to go ahead and rewatch it this week, so that that should tell you something. Yeah, I'm going to rewatch <laughs> it too. All right, moving on. Number twenty six for me is a horror question mark action movie. It's labeled as horror, but I didn't really see any horror in it. It's called uh, "Till Death Do Us Part." Uh sounds vaguely familiar. Um, there's, there's, it, it's one of those movies where you watch it and you see the cast and you'll be like, oh, that guy, oh, that guy, oh, that guy. Sure, sure. And the, the basic plot is, uh, a, a woman is running. I don't know if she's gotten married or if she got cold feet and never went to the ceremony because she's in a wedding dress and she's running away from her husband. Husband makes a phone call. Okay. Groomen, groomsmen show up to where she's at, and it's an all-out fight for survival. That sounds awesome. <laughs> the <laughs> that action sounds was really good, good, actually. The action was pretty good. I don't know uh -huh. the main actress. I've never seen her before. Um, I did look her up on IMDb, and it looks like she's done a lot of low-budget action movies and is a stunt woman. Interesting. And okay. She kicked a lot of ass in this movie. <clears throat> Cam Cam Gidget or something like that or 
that sounds... Oh no, that's the guy. Never mind. No, <laughs> Natalie you recognize Burns. you recognize right. Cam though. You've probably seen him in a bunch yeah. of stuff. I'm I'm gonna check this out. ASAP, dude. I, this is one that the wife will watch with me, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh Pancho Muller, um, the the little guy. Oh I'm a million percent in now. You just sold me. You just completely um I can't remember his name, the the seven up guy that was in uh, American Gods. Um I You know who I'm talking about though. I know who you're talking about. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go with uh you, you know not Orlando Jones. Yeah. Ah, okay. He's yeah. uh, one of the, <laughs> okay. the groomsmen that show to, to, to handle business. Yeah. Oh, he's good in everything, man. I saw, they, I saw him in an older movie not long ago that I'd forgotten he'd been in. Yeah. They they explain off why they off space. Oh, you sell the magazine <laughs> subscription. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they do explain? Yeah, they explain <laughs> why they because you're just wondering Okay, you want to know why she's running, but Mm-hmm. Why are these guys here to basically apprehend her? And you, because you're thinking this is a little aggressive okay. here, and then she's ends up fighting them, and then it gets to the point where they're just like, "Fuck it, let's kill her." <laughs> okay, so we've got shades of Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, we've got shades of um, uh, the movie that we love so much with the, the family that played games. Uh, they were all. Ready or not, shades of ready or not, right? Um, what else? I, there's something else I was thinking that this this kind of reminds me of this. I guess the Runaway Bride, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So if I had to give it a okay. score, it's a it's an easy seven. That's that's a good score, man. And the movie kind of moves right. too. There, there isn't really a dull moment, and like I said, they mm-hmm. they definitely explain what the situation is and yeah i had a fun time with it it i would have to say uh, there there's no horror into it it's a it's an action action drama with a little bit of comedy sprinkled throughout the movie especially with uh poncho muller's character uh yeah is he let me guess he's the guy who who weds them like the no he's one he's one of the groomsmen oh no (laughs) okay that's great yeah, I'm, I'm in, man. I'm going to check this out. The, the, I think AJ will watch this with me. So do you, do you know if it's streaming anywhere? Uh, you can find it. Okay, can, I'll, I'll look for it. it. I'll probably rent it. On, you know how that goes, right? Yeah. Rent it on uh, Apple. Uh, wow, yeah. seven. All right, we are, we're going up. Um, let me bring us back down a little bit. <laughs> I saw one. I saw one that, what a great setup, man. And I love creature features, so... This is a movie about um, uh, a, a guy that finds out that his family has uh, inherited a seaside estate, and there just happens to be a, a tank for some reason at the seaside estate, and there may or may not be something inside this tank. Does this does this ring a bell? Uh, yes, I know what you're talking about. I have also seen this movie. Were you as bored as I was? Yes, I was. I was <laughs> like, uh, we know it's a creature. Yeah, let's we know it's get, a creature. Let's get to it. <laughs> and they don't. It's a lot of it's talking. A, it, it's a nice setup for it. It's a great setup. Yeah, it's a great setup. I man. believe uh, he inherits the 
the land and the house from uh, his mother. He didn't even right. know they had that property or anything. So, yeah, and that was that was weird because the lawyer shows up and he's like, "Well, you know, uh, our our law firm just kind of inherited this case, and so a lot of people didn't even know the property existed." And I'm thinking, how does something like that happen? How do you not have like a a fucking you know piece of paper that says like a deed or title that says you own the house or something? But I guess law, that slips through, slips through the cracks. <laughs> But yeah, not not enough creature. Way too much exposition. Um, I I kind of I kind of like the way that they did the time frame there in the seventies. That was kind of interesting, but uh, not much not much meat on this one, man. A lot of lot of potatoes and no meat. So uh, a four on ten. Four on ten. Four on ten. All right, moving on, on to number twenty seven. I uh, believe, yep, yeah, we we reviewed this trailer a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, Suitable Flesh, starring oh, Halle I've This one's on my want-to-watch list, so please don't tell me it's awful. I thought it was pretty fucking good, Lance. Nice. I, I think, right. I don't know where Heather Graham's been, but I want to see more of her. And you actually get to see mm-hmm. a lot of her in here, because she is fucking throughout this movie. <laughs> oh wow okay and well. it's it's like we talked about when we talked about the trailer it's a it's a body mm-hmm. swap horror slash comedy and the the kid from um the babysitter movies on netflix with uh samara weaving he's the Which main one? guy green uh green arrows brother i don't um, know in real life yeah the guy who played green no no, Arrow no the, 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 the okay. boy Oh, the kid. Okay. Yeah, he's gotcha. all gotcha. grown up because he's he's giving it to Heather Graham in this movie. <laughs> wow. He like is pretty sitter like that. He is pretty fucking good because, uh-huh. like I said, it's body swap. So you're gonna have to play sure. two different people. And the, the the switches that he makes when he goes into one one person to the next, I thought were pretty fucking good. Okay. Uh, there's practical effects in here, and like I said, it, there's some comedy in here. And if you like Heather Graham, then you want to see her naked. You get you get some of that too. And uh, Barbara Crampton's in the movie too. Do we get to see her naked? Because I wouldn't mind. No, I think I think Barbara's right. past that. Well. Okay, <laughs> her. I guess uh, her her partner, if she has one, gets to see that, and the rest of us don't. But uh, yeah. fair is fair, I guess. We got our older movies. We can go back and watch. That's right, and we and we will. <laughs> we do. <laughs> uh, this one, I'll give a seven and a half to. Pretty strong. Pretty yeah. strong. Okay, I'll check it out. I um, think uh, you could wait on it because I think it's supposed to come to Shutter here real soon. Ah, not quite there yet, huh? Yeah, I think uh, within the next couple of weeks. All right, we're gonna let's see. I'm looking here. I've got yeah. There, there's gonna be several. Uh, I don't have too much trash from here on out. Just to let you know, I've got I I've, I made some wise choices toward the end here. Um, but for my number twenty-seven, I did do something that you that you chose not to do. I I watched a movie that was actually a twenty twenty-two movie, but I justified it because it. I think it was just released on a, on, on a streaming service in 2023, so I counted it. Uh, uh, 
it is shaky shivers, man. And I got to tell you, for a small budget little movie that just knows exactly what it is, I fucking love this movie, man. I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I liked it. I didn't I definitely I think uh, I would like to see uh, what's his name? Han Sung Sung Kang. Yeah, that's I would right. Like, he directed I would, it. The I would like to see, yeah, I would like to see something else he directs. Well, he did a good job on this one. Did you notice his little cameo there? Oh, the 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 guy that came into the ice cream shop. <laughs> yes, I buy three scoops of chocolate, please. <laughs> Whatever he said. <laughs> I don't know why it was lisping, but it was kind of funny. Yeah, I like to I like to see that because you know. No matter what movie roles he does, he's always going to be Han mm-hmm. from The Fast and Furious. So of course, it's nice, it's nice to see that he's kind of dipping his toes into to different things like directing. Well, this the, uh, this movie had me from the very the very first scene because I I knew it, man. I could tell from that trailer this was not just a straightforward werewolf movie. That there was a lot more going on here. So I I love the way they did the opening scene uh, setup. And then a, a certain character pops up that was unfortunately wearing just the wrong rubber mask at just the wrong time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I got a kick out of that. Um, and then, of course, you've got kind of, I don't know, would you call them the tree people or like the plant people or, you know, the know cult and the tree goddess or whatever? It, yeah. uh, Gaia, I guess. Mother Earth. I don't know what you would call her, right? Yeah, you get a little bit of um, everything in here. Even get Bigfoot, man. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> what's what's not to like? This this is gonna end up on this is gonna be the little movie that could for me this year, man. This is nice. this is definitely gonna earn a top spot. So just something about it. This is one I could go back and watch over and over again. It's doesn't out it doesn't outstay its welcome. It was like maybe an hour and twenty minutes, hour twenty five minutes, something like that. And it never really lets up, you know, and you got some great gore, man. Yeah, just some, all just some pra- phenomenal, all practical, all practical. And this is one of those labors of love, you can tell, because it wasn't just a bunch of, you know, quote unquote, pretty, pretty perfect people. You know, it was like normal folks. And uh, yeah, it, was, it was a fun movie. I, this was my surprise hit of the 31 days, man. I, I really enjoyed this one. Shaky Shivers. It's uh, it's uh, eight on 10 for me, man. Nice. All right, number 28 for me. I think you're going to talk about this also here in a little bit. Uh, new Shutter movie, When Evil Lurks. Oh, yes. I love this movie. I thought it was awesome. Yeah? I thought the practical effects were awesome. I, I love the setup with the this possession, what what they call it, the rotten the rotten, yes, yeah. that was a, one of the grossest things I've ever seen. And <laughs> you get a quick—I think the scene was probably about a few minutes long when they pick up the grandma and she's breaking down mm-hmm. their seven rules. You got to follow. Uh, that's and, uh, yeah. You probably should have listened to Granny. <laughs> yeah. She breaks down the seven rules, and you hear mm-hmm. the seven rules, and you're kind of like, yeah. Those seem like they're easy to follow. I don't know why nobody's following right. them. And then Lance, I don't know about you, but that mm-hmm. scene with the dog. 
that was incredibly unexpected and it, just brutal. Yeah, brutal. The fucking I can't watching. I don't know how they got away with doing it, Brian. It's the second movie this October. Another one you go mm-hmm. over to Skater Nez Podcast Network and okay. listen to our review of The Watcher. This is in this movie. Yeah. This movie and The Watcher are two times I looked at my dog. The Watcher, I looked at my dog and was like, why can't you be uh-huh. as smart as him? Right. This one, I looked at my dog and I was like, if you ever did anything like that. Because that, that kind of made my heart drop. Oh, no, that was just out of left field. Man. And it, it I did wasn't, not expect that at all. I didn't expect the initial mm-hmm. spoilers, everybody. A little minor spoilers. So minor, skip, yeah, minor. Skip ahead like 30 seconds. The initial grab, I didn't mm-hmm. expect, but then when the scene cuts over and the, the shaking, I was just like, oh my god, that it looked realistic. It looked too real. It it looked way too real, man. Very, very unsettling. Yeah, and I just I just love where the story went. And this is um the second movie I've seen from this director. I believe his name is I could be wrong, Damien Ruga. Okay. He did another movie called Terrified. I think it's also on Shutter. Terrified. Well, see, I've got to be watching that now. I think he's from Argentina, correct? Yeah, I loved All right. both, both of these movies that he's done so far. So I don't know if he's done others, but from what I've seen, he's two for two for me. And I, this one's an easy eight out of ten for me. Eight on ten. Wow, that's that's super strong. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I have seen this poster for Terrified. And yes, it is streaming on Shudder. So yeah, I recommend uh, that movie. This is going to be a watch for sure. Um, so you said eight on ten. Yes, sir. So wow, uh, you're Strong number twenty-eight. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-eight uh, got got really boring for me, man. It started out with oh so much promise, and I really thought, okay, well, this is phenomenal because we've got we've we've got a, we've got a little bit of you know three or four different you know seventies hit movies here. Um, but oh, how boring it became. And I figured out the twist literally about one third of the way through. This is called Baby Ruby. Oh, Baby Ruby. And as <laughs> as has been said before um, by uh, a certain psychiatrist, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. He was always talking about sex. But um, some somebody was interviewing him. Uh, Sigmund Freud. Yeah, I think someone was interviewing him. He said, so in other words, every time you see a cigar, do you think it's a penis? And then like someone's putting it inside their mouth because they secretly want to have a penis or something like that in their mouth. And and he looked at and looked at the interviewer and he said, sir, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. <laughs> well, sometimes a crazy person, Brian, is just a fucking batshit crazy person. Yeah, I, I, I've also seen this movie. I saw where it was yeah. going, but I thought the acting right. from the main actress was pretty good. It was it was decent. I I think I just got let down because I thought there was a bunch of stuff that was going to go crazy at the end that didn't, and that there was other things going more. I I just thought there was more going on than than there ended up being really going on in the movie, and that kind of I got you ah disappointed me. But um, what did you think of Kit Harrington and his? Dad, Bob. John Snow. <laughs> he said, "I love, I fucking love you, John Snow." Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess he's okay, man. He's 
I've seen him in several things. He's in a Apple TV show called Extrapolations. I've seen him in a couple other movies. He's, you know, he's a decent actor. I mean, I don't think he's ever going to necessarily win an Academy. He's he's no Dane DeHaan, man. No, but, uh, he's like um, Han from The Fast and Furious. He's always going to be there you Jon go. Snow. Always going to be Jon Snow. <laughs> always. Um, I, I'll give this five on ten. It, it's yeah. right. It wasn't horrible. It's right in the middle. Don't go out of your way to see it, but it is streaming. So if you yeah. want to check it out, check it out. Right. I I agree with you. I thought the acting was decent. It, it was shot shot well. It's just it I, was I agree, shot extremely I, well. I agree with you. You kind of it makes you think it's going to a certain place, and then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I I, I preferred. Yeah, with with another movie that came out this year that has kind of a similar ambiance and feeling to it, I preferred Spoonful of Sugar over oh, this one. Oh, that's such a good movie. So, you know. <laughs> but, eh, it's a movie. Uh, thank you for reminding me of that one. I gotta yeah. consider that one for top ten, because that that's was a such an a unexpected a movie. Yeah, little LSD can go a long way. Alright, number 29. I know you can hear my dog in the background. I sure hope this isn't a a replay of that movie, man. No, it's fine. Okay, number 29. 29. prequel to a movie we recently reviewed. And it's a prequel to Veronica called Sister Death. Oh, I had no idea that was a a prequel to Veronica. Yeah, remember, well, I don't think you were on that episode. Were you on that episode? Um, yeah, I was. Okay. I was. I'm, I'm oh, they of... did talk about that story, didn't they? Yeah, remember we, we said we wanted more from the, the blind nun? And and we get it here, huh? Yeah, we get her backstory. Was it better than the nun, too? Well made, better made. Uh-oh. I, 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 honestly, Lance, I didn't get involved. Uh-huh. I didn't get invested into the movie until like the last half hour. Oh, no. It was a lot of talking, a lot of setup. Yeah. But then when we got to the last half hour, I was like, why couldn't the movie be this throughout the whole thing? It was well made. Yeah, I get it. Well Mm -hmm. made, well acted. It connects right into Veronica. Um, Well, shit, I'll I'll check it out now that I know it's it's, a a prequel. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, Same same director? Yep. Uh, Paco Plaza. Right, we'll I'm check struggling it out. here. Six, six and a half. That's really not bad. Yeah, it's not bad I'm, at all. Like I really love the ending, and there mm-hmm. was a couple of death scenes in here. Like my daughter had, she had just sat down in the living room, and then one death scene happened, and she was like, "Ugh." Mm-hmm. She kind of had to stick <laughs> on her face. Well, and I, and I was, I looked thing. at her, and I was like, "That's that 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 looks pretty good." Mm-hmm. It was it was a practical effect. Sure. And, it's not a bad movie. It's just it's just a little slow before it gets into everything. Okay. Well, so I guess it sounds like a uh, a slight recommend at least. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, let me uh, let me move on to my number twenty nine. We're we're kind of reaching the home stretch here. So we we all know that. Um, our our listener Samantha Bean turned us all on to the Hell House LLC movies. Yep. 
Um, and, you know, I'm not generally a huge fan of, you know, found footage, except for maybe like the Blair Witch. Um, but, yeah, this movie just came out, man. Hell House LLC Origins. Yep. This one kind of did it for me, man. Anytime you get creepy clowns and you don't know if they're real or if, why there's an extra one popping up and without giving too much away, lots of twists and turns. Um, this was a good one. This, this one. this one got my attention. I think it was found footage well done. And AJ watched this one with me and she, I don't know, about a third of the way through the movie, she was, I think she was asking me, is this a, is this a real documentary? because it was filmed really well. Like mm-hmm. there was one person in particular that they kept interviewing. And every time this per- particular person was on screen, it was really had that true crime documentary feel to it. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give this one a seven. I enjoyed it. Had fun with it. All right. Uh, we'll move right into number 30 because um, I also watched Hell House uh, LC. I, I, thought, I thought you might have. Yeah. Uh, had to. Uh, Samantha Bean introduced us to the series. Um, we've mm-hmm. interviewed the, uh, I believe, the director and writer. We have we have interviewed the director and writer, and it's the same we've, same uh, group. Yep, same uh, director. We've, we've seen them all. We've talked about mm-hmm. them all. So had to watch it, mm-hmm. and I think this is a nice inclusion to the series. Um, they bring up uh, the hotel in here. Yes, yes, they do. We get we get the clowns. Those damn we clowns. Get- we get shoplifting out of a clock in an antique store. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was well made. And um, at first I didn't know where they were going because, like you said, it, it started out like it was a documentary. And then it just yes. kind of Very transitioned, well and transitioned into a, a movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with found footage as long as you give me a reason why. Yes. And I will say that that is maybe a, a small letdown because I don't. There was times right. where I kind of felt like, why are you still holding this camera? Just get mm-hmm. the fuck out and run. I know that's the only problem, but there is really no way around that because you're not going to get any good scenes in a found footage movie without suspending that disbelief a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah those clowns, those clowns, man, huh? Oh, I, I would have been out of there. Oh, I would have been out gone. the first. Yeah, the first weird thing that happened, I would have been long gone. But, oh, uh, car car doesn't work. I got feet. I'm running. Right. Yeah, that's right. That was a poor excuse, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But um, I agree with you. Seven out of ten. All right. Nice. Um. Oh wow, we're already on thirty. Okay, so I also checked out. Uh, was it where where evil lurks or when evil when, when evil, evil lurks, lurks right? Yeah. Okay, so I checked it out as well. Um, yeah, we've already talked about it, but I've got to tell you, man, that axe scene really got me. The first half or the second half? Uh, I thought it was all over with the first half, and <laughs> I cannot, again, like the dog scene, I can't not fucking believe what I saw. And it just kept going. I as Yeah, I... so oh man i don't know this this one this one's an eight and a half i i gotta give it eight and a half this i want to see more from this director um the 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 special effects it wasn't over the top with cgi that goo that was on the side of the pickup truck when that uh 
item fell out <laughs> fell out of the pickup oh, truck because yeah. the little brat on the bicycle ran out and shot him the finger and drove off. <laughs> it's a great movie, man. Yeah. This is a big surprise. This is the this is the foreign foreign film surprise of the year for me. Yeah, and when you kind of start watching it, you're just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? But they explain it really mm-hmm. well in the movie. Very well. Oh, great mythology, man. Yeah. Great mythology. Yeah, and then the rules, and and they, they keep up with the rules pretty well. I hope they make a whole bunch more of these, man. Yeah. I, 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 that ending, I was just like, wow. That adds to it as well, man. This would make a great TV series. Can we please get this instead of another Daryl Dixon rides his motorcycle to France? They're getting season two. Break that news right here. Boy, uh, hey. I believe they're calling it the the Carol Chronicles or something. In no. two. <laughs> okay. Can't escape it, Lance. Oh, hey, you know what? I will. I will admit that I've I've been I've been pretty much true to my word. I watched the very first episode of the Negan thing, and I I did tap out. True to my word, man. Too many other good things to watch, you know. I think I think I'll get to them when it's all over. Mm-hmm. Which. Maybe I may. From the, look, from the looks, sure. Yeah, from the looks of it, it's not ending anytime soon. So. Not anytime soon. All right, number thirty-one. <clears throat> I was kind of wanting to watch something that was in the theater that I missed, as okay. far as horror-wise, which is not too much. But this one, yes. uh, we already talked about fear. Yeah, this one we reviewed the the his first movie, his first appearance as his character years ago, and it's Kenneth Branagh's A Haunting in Venice. Ah, okay, okay, a little detective film, huh? A little mystery. Yep. Okay, yep. and I would I would have to say this was a pretty decent film. I I, I like all of them. Yeah, I really enjoy. <clears throat> how do you say his name? The character. Hercule Poirot. I enjoy like that. that character so much, the way he breaks down oh, he's everything. Great. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I I just there you you get those scenes where he just comes out of nowhere and he just starts breaking everything down. Mm-hmm. And I just I just love that character. And then you get the added kind of supernatural element to the movie. And of course, he is a non believer because that kind of goes against of course. things he believes, so it's kinda Adding to the mystery, and then you got a great cast of characters. You got um, a couple people I can name off the top of my head is uh, Tina Fey, Michelle Yao. Okay. They're all in this movie, and it's a great ensemble cast. Yes, in a, in a great setting, murder mystery movie with uh, added supernatural element to it, and I had a lot of fun okay. with it. And I will give it a seven out of ten. That's that's a nice score. I'm gonna have to check this out, but I'm shocked when you said there's a supernatural element because I figured, you know, if there's anything supernatural, it's gonna be very Scooby Doo esque, and he's gonna like, you know, pull somebody's mask off <laughs> or something like that, or or reveal the projector that the ghost was being projected out of, and science and logic was gonna trump. Oh, uh, they they do a wonderful job of him struggling. Okay. It, whether he believes or <laughs> yes. not. I can't wait. All right. I might I might check this one out tonight. This is one I think I can talk AJ into watching. Yeah. All right. 
Very good. Um, Tell her it's a Tina Fey movie. Uh, you know she she loves these movies, man. She's she's a big she's a big sucker for the Hercu Poirot yeah, um, mysteries. She's seen the other two with me, so Tina Tina Fey's in it quite a bit. So okay, cool. And Michelle, yeah. No, yep. All right. Well, number thirty-one for me. I uh, I had to go with with Nez's advice and uh, check out Werewolf by Night in color. In color. <laughs> Um, because Nez was really making me wonder when he was talking about, he's like, how did they color? He says, I don't know how they colorized this. They took a black and white. I said, I was, I was thinking in my mind, Nez, what do you mean colorized it? This was obviously just the way the movie was filmed, like any other Marvel movie. Not at all. No, this totally looks like an old black and white film that got colorized. They even leave like the little marks that you can see where they... Mm split the film in the theater from the projectionist and stuff like that. So um, extremely well done. The story holds up. Characters are great. I, I hope we see more of them. This writer's strike needs to end so that we can. But um, yeah, this is a good seven and seven and a half on 10 and a, and a fun way to close out the 31 days. So uh, Brian, before we, before we sign out, I got a question for you. Do you want to take up the Christmas 31 days of Christmas challenge with me? In December. Uh, no. Hard pass? Okay, well. I might squeeze in 12 days at the most. Oh, you'll do the 12 days of Christmas. Okay, I'll do we 12. can do that. All right. You're going you're gonna to throw in at least one Hallmark Channel movie? Because you asked me, Lance, I will I will watch one Hallmark movie. I do believe there's a couple with Bruce Campbell. So. Oh, wow. Okay, folks, you heard it here first. Brian, Brian's agreeing to this. Yeah. The gauntlet has been thrown down. So in, in December, look for me to talk about a Christmas Hallmark movie starring Bruce Campbell. Can't wait. I'll check it out as well. All right. Well, uh, that's it for the 31 days. So um, signing out. And until next year, next year, Brian. Good night. So. Oh, wow. Okay, folks, you heard it here first. Brian, Brian's agreeing to this. Yeah. The gauntlet has been thrown down. So in, in December, look for me to talk about a Christmas Hallmark movie starring Bruce Campbell. Can't wait. I'll check it out as well. All right. Well, uh, that's it for the 31 days. So um, signing out. And until next year, next year, Brian. Good night.